Hello, everybody. It's welcome. Hello. Oh, <laughs> no, okay, you go. Oh, it's fine. It's that. It's I usually say welcome. I know. I figured I'd mix it up this week. Well, It'd be me. Stop. I know. We don't. Nobody likes surprises. So, <laughs> this is we watch dead people. Though I don't. You probably know that if you clicked on it, right? I didn't click on it. Well, whoever's listening, oh. they would know what this is. Yeah. And they've probably turned it off by now by being annoyed I by know, our... They're like. Done. I don't need to listen to these two They're just maroons. Talking. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's how Bugs Bunny said moron. Oh. Anyways, this is episode 13. <laughs> we're a culture podcast. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all about information and pop culture, so. Yeah. Well, we went to the... Yeah, we went to the movies. To the Cineplex. Yeah, Phoenix <laughs> Cineplex, isn't it? Well, it's called Phoenix Big Cinemas, although I... Oh, Big uh, Cinemas. Although I, I always call it... Well, I shouldn't say what I call yeah, it. Yeah, stop. I'm just still bitter about what they did to the previous uh, site of that movie theater. They they changed it too much. Will hates change. Well, the previous place had a... You could get a large popcorn and two large drinks with unlimited refills for $13.50. Unlimited on the popcorn? Yeah. And the drink? Yeah. Here's thirteen fifty. Here's the thing, though. At, they've renovated. They've changed some things. I don't know. I didn't they didn't go really there. renovate it. Well, whatever. They've changed. They actually some... have made it smaller. Oh, uh, okay. Can you just? They've changed some things, and we. They've beca- added alcohol. Is about the only difference. Okay. Can you? And now we've bought a bucket. You can buy an annual bucket, and then. Once you buy the bucket once, it was like 15 bucks for the bucket. 10 bucks. 10 bucks for the bucket. Sorry, but then, everyone had to hear me drink water now. Yeah. You always get mad at me when I drink something. And just let me tell my story yeah, about the bucket. bucket. It's you a $10 bucket. You strap it to your face. Can you? No. Stop. <laughs> it's a $10 bucket. You buy it, but then every time you bring it back, it's only four fifty for the bucket. And the bucket is easily the size of a large popcorn because we never fully finish it. There's always a little bit left at the bottom. Mm. And if you get That's a large a drink, you get, a, you get um, I don't know if unlimited. You get, a, you get one refill on it, I think. Well, maybe you, get, you maybe don't you get need refills. two large sodas because I don't know if you have the bladder of a horse, but I don't. It was more than enough for us. Yeah, to share. And I had to pee maybe two thirds into the movie, but I didn't. I couldn't find a time when I wanted to leave, so I didn't. Anyway, we went, we went and saw a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, by the way, three minutes into this podcast, we saw a movie. But we see a movie every episode. I know. This week, though. Well, we went to the movie theater to see that. Uh-huh. Well, we've already talked about the bucket. And we saw Ma with it's Octavia Spencer. It's a good deal the bucket is. Okay, can we move on to the movie Yes, now? episode 12, 13. we saw... Oh, this is 13. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Oh. Man, one time I'll get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, we saw Ma with Octavia Spencer. Starring Octavia Spencer. Yeah. Octavia Spencer as Ma, that, the well, titular Sue character. Sue Ann Ellington. Known as Ma. Mm-hmm. Movies directed by Tate Taylor, who also directed The Help, which Octavia Spencer won an Academy Award for. Didn't he also write The Ma? Help? No. Oh, well, he co-wrote this movie with somebody okay. else. Okay. But, yeah, so... A little reunion for the two of them uh, on this very different movie. I actually never really saw The Help, but I imagine it was different than this. It was. Um, but it was 
I went in being skeptical of this movie because I thought the trailer gave the whole movie away. Oh my god. And we... We, we, saw, we saw it like a million times. Yeah, then, I don't, you know, targeted advertisement or anything. And we already go to the movies, you know, once every other week. But we were like, okay, we've seen this trailer so many times. It gives away so much. Because it does. I mean, it ended up not giving all of it away. There were some good twists and turns. But it gave away... A large amount, and we were like, yeah, I went in being kind of like, ugh, I feel like I already know what's happening, or what's gonna happen, and it feels kind of cheesy, and don't make me drink alone, (laughs) don't make me drink alone. That bit of the the trailer has been stuck in my head for like a week. It's become a a sound bite in our household. It sure has, but... Don't make me drink (laughs) alone. I mean, the general plot of the movie, which, again, you can ascertain this all from the trailer, so... Mm-hmm. We're um, not giving anything away. We're, we're doing that in the second half. A group of teenagers in this small Ohio town, and they want to get drunk, and so they ask people going by the liquor store, and Octavia Spencer begrudgingly agrees, but then ends up having them eventually come over to her house, which is out in the woods, and she has them party in her basement. She, like, turns it into this hip and happening spot for the high school kids to go drink Mm -hmm. and slowly but surely she gets more and more sinister and it seems like there's something up with her and the kids parents from high school and she gets violent with them i think that that's all right there in the trailer um oh yeah and uh the most gruesome acts of violence are in the trailer not quite but Mm, yeah i guess you see her i'm pretty sure in the trailer you see her running like that knife along that guy's tummy. belly and she you see her hit somebody with her car yeah so i mean i didn't like that because it sort of takes some of the psychological edge off about like mm-hmm. is she actually crazy or is she just you know sometimes off. in these movies they well they always end up being dangerous but you are supposed to wonder for a little bit if they're dangerous but that ended up being to this movie's advantage because it was pretty self-aware i think yeah like it was well balanced it was thoughtful (laughs) i mean it isn't a perfect movie and there's some stuff in there that doesn't make sense but octavia spencer is just clearly having such a good time (laughs) with this character and uh and the movie itself like yeah, it's a little dumb sometimes, but it's entertaining enough that you're willing to forgive those kind of... Yeah, and by dumb, like, cheesy, kind of. In some of the portrayal of... Portrayal of high school student life, there's some, like, kind of eye-roll typical thing of, like, uh, these kids are not 16, and, ugh, he cannot deliver his lines very there well. Was, well, there was one scene where it was like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Which, you know, I'll spoil it here, I guess. The first time they go to her basement, which is like the second time they meet her, already kind of strange. She pulls out a gun on one of them and makes them strip naked and then plays it off as a practical joke afterwards. And they're all just fine with that. They're all like, and, the, and the one guy who can't deliver his lines was like, you got me, Ma, you got me, you know? And it's like, what is, what's funny about that? I don't know, uh, I would have pooped. Yes, me too. If so. someone pulled a gun to me and was like, strip, I'd be like, well, here's the end of old Emma. That should have been the last time they spoke to Ma, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I mean yeah, that's the, that's the cheesiness, though, is that, that, that it's a horror movie, so... I was thinking, there were several parts where I was like, don't do this, don't do that. And then I had this thought where I was like, 
I'm not going to try and think what they should or shouldn't do because they're in a horror movie. So if they did what they were supposed to do, it wouldn't be a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, well, I know this is a technically a horror movie podcast. I would, this is kind of, this movie is kind of iffy on the horror factor. Are you kidding me? No. You were so sure that Reanimator was a horror movie, but you don't think this is? Uh, well, I mean, it just depends on how you define it. I think, yeah. I, I will still say it's a horror movie, but I would say it's probably, if you want to be very technical about your subgenres, probably a psychological thriller, although the last 25 minutes of the movie turned it into more of a horror movie. No, there are psychological thrillers that aren't horror movies. It's like squares and rectangles, okay? Yeah. This, all psychological thrillers are not horror movies but all horror movies wait no okay my there, metaphor is falling apart but there are only a, there were a couple there are moments in this movie that made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. like like the movie okay here's a good comparison i think okay the movie seven with brad pitt and morgan freeman seen it. okay well that's a psychological thriller and there are a couple parts in that movie that are scary there are a couple jump scares but the movie's not a horror movie what there, about there are gruesome bits but it isn't a horror movie. Okay. Now, I still think that this movie counts because she's... Because of the way her character's done. She's like the monster that's in the monster movie. Yeah. However, what made this movie entertaining and made it so good... I, a big part of what made it so good, to me, was that Octavia Spencer does a really good job of making you like her. And feel bad for her character one minute. I wouldn't say like, but I would say feel bad for Yeah, sympathize, empathetic. Yes, empathize. And, um... Which is also the writing, but yes, her performance is very good. Yeah, and then the next minute, she's detestable and scary, you know? Yeah. Um, I do think that the movie went kind of scattershot. Like, now we're just in it on the the spoilers. No, because you haven't done housekeeping yet. Yes, I did. You didn't say starring. You just said with Octavia Spencer, and then you said the director and the writer, but you didn't talk about anybody else. Okay, well, well I mean, I who's the star? I always read the cast of characters. I always okay, do. well, there's Octavia Spencer in the titular ma role. Titular. There's Juliette Lewis, who plays the mother of sort of the main girl, who is Maggie, played by Diana Silvers, who apparently is... um. Also in that new movie, Booksmart, that people have been saying is good. I do want to go see that. It looks funny. Um, Luke Evans, uh, he's he's a handsome fella. He's what, what else has he been in? He's been in The Hobbit. He played Gaston in the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Who does he play in this movie? You're going to get fired from housekeeping real quick. I was explaining who he is. He, he plays Ben Hawkins, who's the father of Maggie's love interest, Andy Hawkins, who's played by Corey Fogelmanis. <laughs> and then you got these other kids who it's like mostly their first movie. Um, playing Maggie's friends who already go to the school Maggie moves into town. Yeah, and her friends are Haley and two other guys. Haley, Chaz, and Dar- and uh, Daryl or Darrell. I can't Darrell. remember. Darrell. Um, and Chaz that- was that guy's name? Yeah, the, like the buff one. Yeah, he was the one whose acting I didn't like, and his character's name was Chaz. Yeah. And then also, was... interestingly, this movie had Alice and Janie, uh, who won the Best Supporting Actress for I, Tanya. I, Tanya, great she, film. She's in this movie in sort of like a bit part as like a one-note 
bitchy veterinarian who's Sue Ann's boss and is always like angry at her. Um, well, to be fair, Sue so, Ann is so, not. So this movie actually had three Academy Award nominated people, two winners, Octavia Spencer and Janney, and then Juliette Lewis has been nominated for an Academy Award. So, oh, really? Yeah, so pretty surprising amount of acting talent in this movie. Um, and actually, for the most part, other than uh, Chaz, the kid actors, teen, well, I guess they're not really kids. They were probably in their early 20s. Yeah, they that's were, what I was talking they about. Were, some of the cheesiness of like, you're 16, and you're looking at them, and you're like, Nine. Yeah, not quite. I mean, but they were all pretty good. I mean, if she's I, sixteen. I want to look like I'm sixteen. Yeah, but I thought they were all pretty good, and they made you believe. Yeah, some of what was going on, but um. Okay, so I did the I did this. Now, what was I trying to say? Before? You were going to do spoilers. Yeah, but what was it? Mm, I don't know. Something about making empathizing with Ma. Oh, yeah. And it was about how the movie went kind of scattershot. Sure. I think that was the phrase you used. I didn't know. Yes. So, Ma has her friendship with the kids. She has sort of a... She got bullied in high school. She had a crush on Ben Hawkins. She develops a crush on Andy Hawkins. Then it also turns out that she has like a Munchausen by proxy thing going on with like a with a daughter. It's clearly based off of the Gypsy Rose D.D. Dee Dee Blanchard story. That yeah, you got. lean to me in the theater and you're like Munchausen by proxy, and her name is Jeannie. And I was like, oh yeah. And then I was like, wait, no, her name it's is Gypsy, Gypsy Rose. But it was clearly it was clearly a a call to that. I mean, yeah, well, she's, there were several... with, the, with the wheelchair, and she's like, I can walk, but I'm not supposed to. And also the to. shave your hair off, because yeah. it's going to fall out. Any- I mean, that there were several notes taken straight from that. Um, it just sort of... It did go in a lot of different places, and yet I never... Was like... I never what? really thought it was made... Like, it didn't bother me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Like a quilt. A lot of different pieces coming <laughs> think, together to make one thing. I think it's be, it's largely because of the well balanced tone of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it was it was funny and it was also edge of your seat, particularly in the latter half. I mean, there were several scenes with Octavia Spencer that were laugh out loud funny and not like in an unintentional way. She's clearly a very talented and funny person. Mm-hmm. And the early scenes when the kids are partying at her house and they have these like ludicrous soundtracks of like funky town and safety dance while they're like doing octavia spencer's doing the robot and they're like i know i was thinking like what are you gonna pick for the end music because you always pick something from the film and i was like i just hit after (laughs) hit yeah there are too many choices kung fu fighting's in there too yeah won't you take me to funky town and then there's a there is a hilarious scene where she's like driving angry and then she just sees uh a woman that you Mercedes. see Mercedes and name. she just like hits her and then calls her the C word and flips on September by Earth, Wind and Fire. It's like it was initially that sounded nothing like it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying my best. It's all right. I Not couldn't do it. all of us are. Anyways, it was just Did ver- you remember? It was just the very funny. And then um, it's a background sound to your voice. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was just, it had a nice balance to that. And to to your point, um, 
near the top of this. I I was worried going in because like there's a mm-hmm. shot toward the end of the movie. She takes all these. I mean, spoiler. Spo- yeah, we're, we're in spoiler. Yeah, she we're takes in spoiler all, territory. She, took, she takes all these kids hostage and like starts to torture them. And a number of shots from that scene are included in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So it like wasn't a huge shock to me that all this happened. But, Still gruesome. But a, yes, it was. Uh, but along the way, there were a number of things that did take me off guard. Yeah. And I was surprised about specifically these like interactions between Octavia Spencer and Luke Evans playing Ben Hawkins who like in a series of flashbacks oh yeah you find out that like the parents of all the kids had like bullied uh, Octavia Spencer's character and like made like convinced her to she had a crush on Ben, ben Hawkins yeah. and like they did this whole plot where he passed her a note was like meet me in the janitor's closet and then the popular girl's like oh he wants a blowjob have you ever given a blowjob here's how to give a blowjob so she goes into the closet Octavia Spencer's character does and like gives a guy a blowjob and totally then comes dark. out yeah and it's not that guy and then everybody is laughing at her because they were so all they, standing outside the yeah door, so yeah. it's like an assault yeah it's terrible and it's like not just high school bullying where you're like oh that sucks i was literally like those assholes that's a crime you leaned over and you're like that's a crime that's yeah. a crime well and that's where sort of like the they the they do put you in a bit of a conundrum as the yeah. audience member because you, oh, it's layered like filo dough. Because you don't like, <laughs> you don't like those parents for what they did to her. But then she's also like taking it out on their kids. Yeah, and they're, they're, but also she's off, like because you can. She definitely had a crime committed against her that is horrendous yes. and awful. But then she's awful to her own daughter for like seemingly no, re- you know, she's clearly ill. Yeah. But then has also been traumatized. So it's, oh, it was like back and forth on whether or not I felt bad for her. And like I did ultimately, but also it didn't excuse the fact that I wanted the kids to like, quote unquote, win, like get away from her and not, you know, because they weren't her parents. They weren't doing any acts of bullying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, they just sort of, um. They kept you on your toes, I think, as an audience member. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, like, the only character I consistently liked was Maggie, which I think was good. Like, yeah. oftentimes a problem with horror movies, especially ones of this ilk, you know, is that they don't make you care about the characters, the protagonists at all, so you sort of don't mind when they get bumped off or getting mistreated or whatever. But Maggie, I actually grew to actually like that character, she made she felt believable you know as a teenager mm-hmm. so you know i you know wasn't trying to say with that it was just like she was the only person in the movie who was consistently kind of likable otherwise everybody else was back like, and yeah, forth they, they, yeah, they but not in an upsetting way it was like these are people in realistic ways yeah 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 i would agree with that i think another interesting thing about this movie though which again adds to the it's not like in the foreground or anything, but I read that this is one of the, either one of or the very first like major studio horror movie where a black woman is the lead, mm. uh, specifically the villain. And 
I thought that was interesting, and although they didn't draw a ton of attention to it in the movie, I think it does come in in many in some ways because she there are only two black characters in the whole movie, and one of them is Darrell. Yeah. And at the end, she paints his face and says, "There, you know, there can only be one of us." Yeah, there's only room for one, one of us. Yeah. and that was the only thing that was like a it's only explicit, on it. only explicit, only thing. explicit thing. I guess he also makes he a makes comment. a comment, yeah, when he says he has to write a history paper about ships or whatever, and he's like, "You know, the cargo had our people in it, or our people something, were the cargo, yeah, something, something like that. that." And he's like, kind of trying to joke around with her, I guess, and she like gives him a look. Like but I, th- but it. I think that the movies, um. If you want to cut beneath the surface, I mean, like, she's an isolated single mother who's mistreated by, like, everyone else in this little, like, Midwest town. Yeah. And she's mistreated at work and just sort of looked down upon. Yeah. You know, I thought it was, um, if nothing else, even if they weren't trying to say anything over the, you know, like, make some sort of subtle social commentary, it was at least uh, a much different kind of perspective than you get in your typical horror movie i thought on that basis alone it was pretty interesting yeah just something a little off off the beaten path yeah so and you know like i said as well earlier octavia spencer seemed to be having a blast with it as well she she handled the tone well the funny the scary yeah i was surprised at how well she handled the scary she's she she was pretty frightening at some point yeah she really was yeah she had a good evil look <laughs> you said like overall though you were reading some on your reddit or whatever you kids do that <laughs> i have a reddit but no i whatever you were reading that like a lot of people felt kind of iffy about it yeah and i mean it got iffy reviews like rotten tomatoes it's like 60 something metacritic it's like 50 something really? and people on um on reddit seem to be you know, I just saw a lot of people move, saying it's like a bad movie, but they enjoyed it. And then I saw a number of people say that they really didn't like it at all and that they just thought it was straight up bad. I was like, but I don't, why? I don't really Did get... Did they give any reasons why it was bad? They didn't like the writing and they thought it was stupid and didn't make any sense. Which like... I mean, some of it doesn't make sense and... It's like not... logically, why would they keep going back? But that's where I was saying in my own head, I was like... If they were acting completely logically, it wouldn't be a horror film. There's no... I mean, point me to a horror film where someone acts completely logically and things still go off, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they could have called the police. Somebody should have called the police. I know. But but you could say that about any horror movie. And, like, no, this isn't the most cerebral horror movie in the world. But, like, it was very entertaining. It was... we've, We've seen a few in theaters this year... And this was probably actually my favorite one yeah. to have seen in theaters. Me too. Like, I thought Us was smart and interesting. Oh, uh, I might have liked Us. La Llorona was not no. very good. Yeah, that's weird. But this one was the most fun to watch. I mean, Us was good. Us was probably a better movie, technically. Yes. But this movie was more fun to watch. Yeah, it felt... While watching it, I was like, oh, okay. and it had it had one of the most psychotic and twisted kills I've seen in a movie in a while. Oh yeah, oh my god, we didn't even talk about no. it. But it was, you know, it had everything where I was laughing. I felt tense. There was maybe one or two parts where I was looking between my fingers. Like it was just a good, like a salad that's been well tossed. Yeah, it was mixed. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't earth shattering or mind blowing. It was just a good movie. Yeah, um, overall solid. I will say. You know, I've 
as we've established, I, I like the horror movies and I handle the gore better than Emma. But there's a scene in the oh. movie where it was a pretty good twist, actually. She So she works at a veterinarian clinic as like a technician. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Luke Evans' character, Ben Hawkins, comes in and he recognizes her. And he's like, oh, we should catch up and get some drinks later. And so she meets him at this bar and they're having friendly chit chat. And then he like pulls out this tracking device because he runs a security company. And he reveals that like he knows his son's been coming over to her house and drinking. He's like, stay the fuck away from my son, you know. And then he shows up at her house later and is like, where is he? And she had reverse engineered the tracking trick basically to lure him to the house. Yeah. Knocks him out with like these spooky syringes she's got stolen from the she makes some comment at the end that like she's like maggie it's incredible you're awake like most people with this dosage of whatever the medicine name is like knocks a great dane out for five hours yeah but uh she chains luke evans up in her bed and has him nude covered by like a little towel or something and she threatens to cut off his genitals um yeah but instead oh you groaned at that you were like oh yeah it had me pretty nervous um because she's holding like a bowie knife like (laughs) uh but no instead she pipes his dog's blood into his not his dogs maggie's dog louie was that her dog yeah Uh, the old golden retriever he had a cat Oh, Remember, they? because they find Louie out in the backyard, and they're like, oh my god, Louie, you're bleeding. Oh, you're right, you're right. So, yeah. But still, but a dog's, regardless, it's a dog's, dog's blood. blood. And then also slashes his wrists. Well, and as he's, she's probably, she's like, I've been, you treated me like a dog because you're a dog. And here you go. And like undoes whatever thing that's holding the blood back, and it starts pumping into him, and he's like, what is that? And then she just slashes his other wrist, because right, the needle on one wrist she's so i'm trying to remember does she had like a he says something and then she she has a snappy line back but i can't remember what it was oh i don't remember that i was too aghast yeah and i, I, kept, I was, I was thinking i was like out as well i was like would that kill you because i thought that was all she was gonna do i was like she's just gonna pump like if you put inject yourself with dog's blood into your veins would that kill you? i was like yeah. thinking about the science Give behind an that infection yeah oh, oh it was it was made me really sick because it made me it reminded me of human centipede which i didn't even i just read the my friends gave me the plot summary, and then I read the Wikipedia page, and I couldn't sleep for we're like gonna a have, week. We're, we're gonna have to watch. I we're don't gonna, want we're to. Gonna will. Have to. No, let me finish what I was saying. We're oh. gonna have to watch a lot of horror movies before we get to that one. Because uh, I don't want to do that one at hate all. Those I don't movies. want to. Those kind of movies where they do stuff physically or whatever. That one you were telling me about, the other one, Tusk. I also <laughs> I also looked that one up and read that Wikipedia page and it scared me so bad. Like that's my line. Like I'm not gonna Tusk make you. Is really bad. I'm not gonna make you go on the Phantom Menace, so you can't make me watch those. It's the Phantom's Revenge. Whatever. I'm not gonna make you do big. You're not gonna make coasters. me watch the Phantom's Menace. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. Okay. What? Will I'm being serious. Well, that's my line. I'm not. I don't make you go skydiving. I hope you understand the difference between the two. They're one of them actually physically imperils you, and one of them's like a, just a gross movie. We all have lines. That's my line. Okay, that's fine. 
You don't have to get aggressive about it. Anyway, I, didn't say we're I don't watch like that them. physical stuff. But this was just the right amount of it because it was making me kind of sick. And I was like, is that going to kill him? Like, what are we going to yes. see? Whatever. And then just boom, his wrist is slashed. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> I mean, still not a great death, but, you know. Pretty grim. Yeah. Spared. Yeah. I mean, I'll be interested to see if they make another one of these. I could see it. Really? Yeah. I mean,. No, she lays down to die in the yeah, but bed. You don't next. actually, you don't actually see her die, and that's. I always... told you it was like Titanic. She lays down on the bed next to this guy's corpse, whose wrist she slit. As her house is burning down. As her house is burning down. Oh yeah, because we skipped the torturous part. Yeah, she. So after she kills that dude, she gets all the kids to come back to her house for another party, and she chains them into the basement and drugs With them. With doggy collars. Well, she, she like locks them into the cellar and then drugs them all and they're all chained up in doggy collars excuse me and maggie's the only one who is conscious and she like she inflicts some torture on them depending on some like personality traits right that's when she paints the guy's face the chaz the sexy guy she like uses a hot iron on his abs she sews and they're that like one. knocked out, so like they yeah. don't they don't react at all. She no. really drugs him. She sews that one girl's mouth shut. She stabs Andy in the abdomen, in the stomach, and then and... paints Darrell's face. Yeah, white. but oh yeah, okay, and then she goes all... oh uh, well, and there's that one weird pastor's daughter who also just happens to be down there, and I think she clocks her with the hot iron. I can't. Remember. Yeah, she does. She does. And then she goes to hang Maggie. Um. After she makes Maggie take a picture of, like, all of them on the couch. Yeah. Maggie's, like... Which is she the makes bit from the trailer. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but then there's a fight. She kills a... Poli- Ma kills a police officer, and then her daughter, like, rebels against her, and... Hits her with a cast iron. Yeah. There's quite a bit going on there at the end, but the house lights on fire, and she goes up and lays next down to uh, Ben's body, and... She smiles, and then there's, like, some shot of the house from the sky, and then the movie's over. Yeah. So they didn't show her dead body, and if this movie makes enough money, you can bet your bottom dollar that they'll probably consider making a sequel. Um, well, I don't want a sequel. I don't really want one either. I think that this this movie was perfectly, perfectly good as a standalone vehicle for Octavia Spencer being kind of goofy, and I enjoyed it. And kind of scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very scary. And manipulative and... Oh, yeah. She was sinister. I mean, sometimes, like, a little over the top, like, in the parties when she's just, like, glaring across the way. But I think that all added to the enjoyment of the movie. It was just kind of, like, again, self-aware. It knew... It knew what it was doing. Like, yeah. They, they were Apparently, this it. was the same. I saw this in the poster because we took a poster with me... We took a picture of me with the poster. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say the poster with me, but I whatever. It's the same people who did Get Out, but then also Happy Death Day. Well, it's the producers. Oh, it was Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse. Mm-hmm. Bloomhouse's whole shtick, basically, is they make horror movies on the cheap. Because horror movies. I thought that was all horror. I thought that was the whole appeal of horror movies was that they were on the cheap. Well, not all of them, but. Bloomhouse's thing is that they give young, for the most part, young and inexperienced filmmakers a shot. Yeah, they give them a couple million bucks and they get to do whatever they want. And that's how you get a movie like Get Out 
It's how you get a, you know, some of the more fun movies like Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day was kind of fun. And then they They're also... They're making a second one to that, they, actually. It already came out this oh, year. Oh, didn't they? Oh, yeah. And then they also, you know, they they got involved in... They paid for uh, the most recent Halloween movie and that kind of thing. So hmm. they've, they've worked their way into some bigger movies. But, yeah, they specialize in low-budget horror movies and... Uh, yeah, I mean, Get Out made them a ton of money, so they can, but they, they've become, you know, they have some misses, but. Don't we all? Yeah, but I think they usually come out somewhere, like Ma and Happy Death Day, where they're not, like, amazing movies, um, but they're fun. Yeah. I so. mean, did a lot of people not like Happy Death Day either? I'm trying no, to remember, because we walked away from that and was like, oh, that was kind of fun. I think Happy Death Day had about the same kind of reception as Ma. Okay. I, I don't think I saw as many people being as down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people were just sort of like, yeah, it was fine. And yeah. online, I mean... Well, it didn't have as many big people in it. No, it was pretty much all nobodies. I don't think I could name a single actor in that movie. Um, but uh, yeah. it, it was also fun. But I, 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 I did think that Ma was probably better, better than that. It was... M- oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. It certainly had a more interesting tone. I wasn't invested in Happy Death Day at all. It was like kind of a funny, entertaining concept to watch. And that was it. Well, it was a neat concept and it leaned into the slasher thing. But this is neither here nor there. I mean, Ma was just... Neither here nor there. Ma was a very fine and enjoyable... Watch. Yeah. I think people can do way worse than this movie. I, you know... I would say maybe go see it, but I couldn't blame anyone for waiting for it to come out on a streaming thing. I mean, it wasn't particularly artfully made or anything, but it was just fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I'm not sure you 100% need the the big screen. Cinematic experience. Oh, <laughs> the popcorn know, sa- bucket. Save your money for, for midsummer when it comes out next month. I know, you're really I'm jazzed getting, about I'm getting that. revved up. It's a month, month and a day from... You're well, watching a, so many interviews with that guy. I'm psyched. So. The director, Ari <laughs> Aster. Ari Aster yeah. yeah. Everyone who listens knows how much I stand hereditary, so it's going to be... It's going to be insufferable, but we're going to be on... We're going to be on that. We're going to be on the ground when that movie comes out, and we're going to be... <laughs> on the ground? <laughs> That's what people say when No, I know, <laughs> but not about... Mo- not for yeah. us. They say it, well, not for us, but I was just joking we, around. Uh, what? So I was making it funny. Well, stop. Okay. No well, one's laughing. At any rate, we'll move on. Next week, we're not going to the movies, but... But it's gonna... none of your business what we're doing. We're just kidding. Just if watch... you want to find out, you can check out our clues. That's we right. We post them on Instagram, at We Watch Dead People. We also have a Twitter, at We Watch Dead People, as in PPL, and then we have a Facebook page. We also post the clues there sometimes. We've been a little spotty the last couple weeks. It's almost summertime. Yeah. And I'm very fun. tired. Well, yeah, and we've had a lot going on. So. Uh, but anyways, thanks for watching. <laughs> you can't watch. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening. And, We're back uh, to the age of radio. That's right. We man. should do it in old-timey voices. <laughs> Is that Was that an old-timey voice? I got, I got lost in it. The lost only, in I the I can sauce. only do certain things in... Uh, old timey radio. There's that. Uh, there's that. Uh, 
XM station my dad listens to, and it's like, this is Foldy's Junction. And I then, know. I don't like that they call it that. And then that. there's also... Uh, I like from, that you did the little, <laughs> a little as if you were raising a hat while you thank did you. it. And then there's Fordy. also... That, <laughs> there's that uh, B movie about FDR. B- FDR, American Badass. And there, there's the guy on the radio who's like, another state full of rules of them. <laughs> oh, and then also from, um, like, welcome to the circus of value. value. Yeah, from Bioshock. Is that in a radio kind of voice? Kind of. It's welcome a little clown. the city of value. Circus. Anyways, we've got off on a tangent, so we'll be back next week. You can listen to us blather on. Uh, we have 12 episodes in the catalog for you. you can... I thought you said it was 13 yeah, at the beginning of the In the catalog, this is the 13th episode. Okay. You can listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, anywhere you want. Tune in. Stitcher, anywhere you want. So, uh. But not on the bus. Yeah, you can listen on the bus. Some buses have a rule where there's no headphones. You have to no wear headphones. headphones. You have to wear headphones. That's the rule. Oh. I've misread the rules. <laughs> okay, we're going to go now. Have a nice day, everyone. Roosevelt. Bye. No, wait. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. Have that be the outro music. Don't <laughs> say, don't